Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au. My name's Corey. As always, alongside me is Beretta. Good day, Corey. Good to be back for another Supercoach Elites podcast. Let's kick things off nice and quickly over to the third member of the team. Welcome to the Bombs Express. Choo choo! That's right, brother, mate. The Bombs Express is back. And uh, what are we in now? Week one of finals or round 20, whichever way you want to look at it. But before we get stuck into the potty about all that sort of stuff, Corey, mate, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter at SC Elite, on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud at Supercoach Elite. Also on our website at www.supercoachelites.com. Um, that's where all our forums and articles and spreadsheets are at. Things that could get you over the line coming into the the first week of finals, boys. I think this is one of one of the most important podcasts we will do all year. Um, there's a lot of teams that are in. You know, we've got to break down the the top four barriers, the elimination finals, and you know, of course, there's still those out there playing for overall and a bit of fun as well. So, um, plenty to talk about. I think we'll start off with our round scores, Bombs. This will keep you very happy because I always forget to do it each week. Um, oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. This does keep me happy. And and the week you do it was the week I probably bottom scored out of the three of us here with a uh, two, 2,350. 2,350. Bretta, how'd you go? Well, I've absolutely mauled Bomb for this week. Um, so I'm glad you did start with the scores. I had 2,358. So come at me, Bomb. <laughs> and uh, I put out a 2,572. So no coincidence yeah, that I re- remembered to do the round scores <laughs> this week at all. So. Um, I was shocked when I found out you both only scored in the 2300s. I thought it was a higher scoring round for everyone, but a Hearn on field, did you both manage to get that or not? No. Nah. Yeah, see. I've so. got a loophole in with Buddy. So, hey, what'd you have, what'd you rank for the week? Uh, do you think, that you'd almost think that this was set yeah. up, but, uh, I didn't have it ready. Um, how do you check a round score? Top 1%, uh, round non rank, 249th. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a yeah, huge score. Solid. That's very close to the, to the one thousand dollar weekly prize. Yeah, thanks for putting that out there now, because now I'm annoyed. So <laughs> I didn't realise how high that actually was. Damn. Um, no, but look, it was a great round. I had the pleasure of having a Hearn on field, um, which has thrown a real spanner in the works now, because I was holding him in two finals. But now I don't think I can move him on. But we'll get on to some Ahern talk later in the podcast. Bubble boys, fellas. Um, we've got Jordan Dawson, who played one game. He's 123k. Uh, Jared Linear. Linehart. Linehart. I don't know what yeah. I've written down here. Um, 123k defender. He's played the two uh, 87.5 average. I think if I was looking at a downgrade down back, that's where I'd be going. I think if I was looking for a downgrade up forward, though, or in the midfield, I'd probably be ignored, ignoring Jordan Dawson, boys, and going for Patrick Wilson, who absolutely dominated um, in the twos again for Adelaide on the weekend, having 42 disposals. I think he'll get a call up very, very shortly. I think the price, that extra 20k that that buys you, um, but both of you, what would you be doing? Would you be going down and saving that extra 20k, figuring out the trades if you were downgrading? What's the whole situation with rookies? Brad, I will start with you. Uh, Pretty simple for me. If you need a player this week and the only way you can get someone, say you got someone missing for just a bit of soreness one game, I'd go and get uh, Dawson, just fill a hole and take what you can. 
If not, if it's just a luxury thing, it's just simple as one up, one down, you go get Wilson because I think he's just as likely to play in the next few weeks as Dawson um, is. And, yeah, the obvious one down the other end of the ground is Jared Lineart. He's been real solid, averaging like 85, I think, somewhere somewhere about that. Um, yeah, he's had like 18 touches a game. He's, he's fine. He's a real solid pick. And I guess you'd be one of the only teams with a defensive rookie apart from those I think who held Lockie Murphy or the the likes of that because I think most of the defensive rookies have dropped out of the world now so yeah why am I so bad at writing people's names down like I'm having a look at, look at Lionheart and then what I've put down on the piece of paper in front of me is completely different so that's a that's piss poor right there Pumps what's your, what's your thought on all this my thought is uh, I'd be grabbing uh, Mr. Wilson um, and I would be going to get Lionheart uh, so defender mid Forward, oh sorry, defender for lineout, mid forward, uh, Patrick Wilson. I, I like the idea of the the extra twenty k. I mean, you never know whether you need it or not. Um, you know, it could be the difference uh, between uh, like a someone who you're settling for and a really kind of significant upgrade. It would almost depend on how many trades you've got left as well. I mean, and also if you've got, I mean, if I had probably seven, if I had eight playing. Players in one line, I'd probably go down and just grab a 102k non-playing player um, if it was down back. But if it was uh, up forward or in the midfield, I'd spend the extra 3k and uh, and grab Wilson and hope that he comes in. But yeah, it's all going to come down to that. If you've got two non-playing on the bench at the moment, I think it's almost a necessity to make sure that that seventh is a playing player. Um, especially someone like Lineart, who's putting out some good scores at the moment and could even potentially be looped. Um, although those scores could go down, they could also go up. So you don't know what we're going to get on a week-to-week basis, and uh, I don't mind the idea of even loopholing rookies towards the back end of the season. Not too sure how favourable Port's fixture is when it comes to um, playing time, but it's always I'm, I'm sure you'll find something out there that, that works. Either of you going down this week at all? No, no, not me. No, and neither am I. Um, no need. Holding on to trades, so moving forward, I've got the the double chance, and I'll just uh, take that as it comes. Um, yeah, no need to go up, one up, one down. Uh, Bumps, you want to do well? Look around the grounds this week. I think the podcast is probably too vital to be getting on around the ground, so jump on the website www.supercoachelites.com. Head across to the forums, articles, um, round of the grounds. It's got. You know, just a beautiful banner on there, uh, made by yours truly. Um, and hop on round 17, because it was round 17 across the VFL competition, um, and sit down, go through there, have a bit of a read, Supercoach ones to watch for next year and things like that too. So um, that's all on there. But Bomper, the challenge, how are we going? What happened on the weekend? The challenge, mate, we're, we're going fantastic here, because Lloydy, uh, sorry, let me rephrase that, Lloyd pumped out 118 to take his average to 108.94. Now, what happened was, yeah, very, very generously. Now, he calls himself the man of the people, does uh, old Corey here. He gave it to the community and said, here are four options. You pick who you want me to take. Um, now, they ended up winning with Wingard. What do you have, about 36% of votes or something like that? Yeah. Singles around about that mark. Now, he came out and pumped out 114 uh, with that, that score. Now, with Sicily going down injured with Wingard's 114 and Dugowie last week's 147 all being factored in, um, he sits in second place, this dog, on uh, 108.25. And, of course, uh, poor old, uh, and I love using this word when it comes to Breda, but poor old pathetic uh, Breda um, with old mate Devin Smith there, who, at the end of the day, had another relatively good score of 97, which he just continues to do week in, week out, as we've spoken about. Um, 
actually has his average at 96.9. So he scored 0.1 above his average for the year, Bretta. Um, so you're in last place. There are four rounds to go. I think you're absolutely no hope of um, actually recovering any of this. And uh, you are, without doubt, uh, going down for the challenge at the end of the season. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. And, yeah, I think it's almost time to throw in the towel. Uh, Dev's nothing against Dev. He's been fantastic. He's really put in the work. He's been good. I just think... Jake Lloyd and James Sisley have completely overachieved and are nowhere near as good as their super coach points have been given to them this year. <laughs> you guys have just benefited from that. And you know what? At the end of the day, I get free food out of it. So I think yeah. I'll be right. You could probably, probably get a fair bit of pain too. Credit into uh, Dugowie and Wingard for just stepping up when the time was uh, Just trash. They absolute did. trash. 147 from Dugowie. Gavin has a break. <laughs> Wingard, 114. He'll go and have a break, and you'll pick up a Lira Lear. He'll score 130. Yeah. <laughs> if Wingard gets injured or anything from here on in, the next player I'm picking is one of my opponent's uniques, mate. I'm, there, is, <laughs> there is no way I'm doing that, because uh, that would absolutely kill me. Owning Wingard, that is, of course. Um, you boys ready for some Who Am I? Go for always. it. A little bit outside of the box today, boys, so always a little bit fun. Ooh. Let's hope I can get uh, the stats right this week rather than wrong. Um, who am I? I am priced between four hundred to 500000 I am not a DPP, so I am a forward-only player. I have four scores over 100, three of those being 110-plus, three sub-60, if I haven't scored over 90, all my scores have been below 60. If, if you haven't any, scored above 90, over 90 all my all scores, scores have below been 60. below 60. Oh, holy crap, man. That, that one's missed quite... more games than I've played. Ah, oh, Toby Green. The... Is it Toby Green? No. Bzz. Oh, sorry. Um... I play on the same team as Toby games. Green. Oh, oh, oh uh, Deledio then. Yes, yeah. it's Brett Deledio, boys. And I was about a split second away from saying Jack Darling, and then you saved me, so thank you for that. That is, was good. <laughs> a player like Brett Deledio, and the reason that Brett Deledio hits the home eye, I want to talk about potential players that people can pick up for a four-week period that could potentially win them a flag. Um, you know, we're, we're playing for league, we talk about it, Brett Deledio is not one that we would condone probably in round 5, you know, 15, something like that. But we need a four-week purple patch from a couple of these players. Deledio, Dunkley, Edwards, they're just some of the names that are coming to mind. Is there a way that you could condone anyone taking a risk on a player like Brett Deledio moving forward to try and get, to, to try and win a league, Bretta? Uh, for four weeks, yes. I think that's the... The critical thing, obviously, if this was round 10 or much earlier in the season, Brett Deledio is a big no-no just because of injury. Um, you're almost certain to miss games. But if you honestly believe that Brett Deledio can get through the last four games of the season unhurt, then there's absolutely no reason why you can't go and pick him. He's not too badly priced. Um, and if you look at, say, say every single forward that we have does not get injured for the last four games. Deledio is as good as any in terms of average because the forwards are down this year. He has past seasons averaging over 115, so he can do that sort of stuff. He's averaging 92 in a year where he's been getting hurt. So if he gets a clean run, it's that could be easily 100+. plus. It's all about the faith in how, how he's going to go the last four weeks if he's going to stay fit. Bumps, some of these names. Chad Wingard, Tim Taranto, David Mundy, 
uh, Reese Stanley, Devin Smith, Josh Dunkley, Fantasia Hawkins. What do all those players have in common? What do they all have in common? Yep. They all play footy in the AFL. They're all sitting yeah. above a three-round average of 100 points. Are, are they the kind of players that here towards the back end of the season that people have to look out for to win the league? Well, well, not in, not all of them. Obviously. I don't, can't bring yeah, them. Not all... Well, I wouldn't be looking at all of them. No, Stanley's is, out. Is that yeah. something that you have to look for, you think? Uh, that real unique, um, who do I think can be the one that can come in and average 100 in this four-week patch? Yeah, yep, yep, I think so. I don't, look, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Um, what I don't like, though, is really stretching and trying to really pull someone out of left field. I think you go with something that's a little more obvious. So I wouldn't be stretching and picking up someone like Delidio or Dunkley or those types, but I'd be more than comfortable picking players like Wingard and Hawkins. Why not a Dunkley or a Delidio that are going to have midfield minutes? Well, yeah, Wasn't there a crazy Dun- stat about Dunkley in the midfield? Like his tackle stats are like the number one in the league or something since he went in there? Wouldn't surprise, but I'm just not a fan. I mean, Josh Dunkley, fancy... Fancy that name being in your team. Um, and I'll tell you what, that's not the kind of player you want uh, like as a unique running into a grand final or a prelim final. Imagine seeing Dunkley there and, and how much you just hate it. I, I mean, I don't like that at all. Delidio, what if he goes down and gets injured and scores your 40? I don't like that at all. Dunkley's got an injury history as well, actually. I think quite a significant one. And, yeah, no, I'm just not a fan of it at all. I mean, I, I'd, I'd much rather be a lot safer and go with someone uh, who, who's done it over the journey, who's got little less uh, concern over the the injury history. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'd be um, sitting. I mean, these players that we're all talking about are super risky, and there's no way that we normally can condone them. But, like, these are Jade Gresham's number numbers. His last six games, 131, 115, 97, 66, 110, 113. Like, yeah, and what's something I've said consistently this year when players are mentioned, and... Remember, you know, Wines is... I remember, I remember specifically speaking about Wines and a few other players as well throughout the year. But these are form patches. These are players who are in patches of form and these are not players who have previously um, shown that they can maintain such a high level of performance for, for a long period of time in the Supercoach community. So, so, no, I won't be looking at that. Is there, a way, is there a way we can almost look to see that a form patch is going to going to come up. I mean, because another one that, a, a real unique one too, and I can't believe we're even having this conversation, but someone like Shane Edwards, who's who's done it before, um, last four scores or five, if you want to go back that far, 90, 108, 68, 71, 118. Shane Edwards could be one of those players that just pops out out of nowhere and, and, and jumps up and could go 110 plus for the next couple of weeks. So... Are you just yeah. saying stick away from it, go with what you know, or is yeah, there any that's way you that's can what I'm saying. Edwards, no, not at all, because Edwards is Edwards is not a player who over a six week period will produce, uh, you know, really consistent and high scores. Edwards, someone who over a six week period may have two or three uh, big scores within that. So no, I'd be keeping it a lot safer. I'd be picking your wing guards and your and your Hawkins. And to be honest, given the security of um, the Stanley, even um, given his security and his position in the ruck, I'd, I'd even prefer that um, compared to some of these other players that you mentioned, Edwards um, and the others we've just spoken about. Brother, you want to touch in on any of that, or 
Yeah, I know. Like like you said, all of these have massive massive risks, and chances are if you take a punt on one of them, it's generally a sixty forty for it to go right versus go wrong. Um, but I guess if if you really do need an X factor to win, that's the kind of person you need to bring in. But if you're safe and you're cruising along nicely, you got a double chance, and these guys you, you are the ones you completely avoid, and you just run the safety this is, first options. This is not, and 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 let's not forget, you made finals. Okay, you you need to be scoring consistently high in order to continually progress through your finals. These players you're talking about, your Edwards, your Dunkleys, and that, they're they're uh, you know scores that are high. Um, they're the kind of players you want to be bringing in for that one week. Okay, so that's your kind of your grand final pick, if you like. If you've got a trade left in the grand final, and it's like, well, bang, I need someone here, a little bit left field who can just go bang and get me a score like that. That's for me when I would be picking them, and and that's what I did when I uh, when I won the the our, our division uh, a few years back. I had a look and and I and I looked at Paddy Cripps that year, and, I, and it was a grand final. He came up against Collingwood. I liked it. It was a good matchup, and I said, well, I just need one score from him. And I went and got him grand final week, and he pumped it's got like, like one forty, yeah? yeah, 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 was, yeah. I remember that. So and I mean that that's what I'm looking for, and I'll look for that in grand final week. I don't want to pick up one of those players hoping they're going to do that consistently for four weeks in a row because that's really unlikely to happen. Conversation couldn't have gone in a better direction. That's exactly where I wanted it to go. So well done, boys. Uh, Nailed that pretty well. Speaking of that, let's go through the forward or a defensive line. We'll start up forward because it's kind of been the the throwaway area of conversation. Who are you going to grab? Try and ignore the big boys that everyone's already got. I mean, Westhoff's last month of or last couple of weeks has been pretty appalling. Would you definitely be going towards a Hawkins or a Wingard, Bruce, <coughs> Dev type over the Westhoff who's done it throughout the year? Uh, when you say Dev, I think I'd be picking Dev over Westhoff right now if I'm if I'm you know worried about you know the the upcoming weeks. Um, Bruce, I like as well. I mean. The Hawkins one, we, not, we all know how much I love Hawkins on, on this potty, right? He's gone one, two 150s in a row pretty much since I said you might want to have a look at him. But I don't like him this week against Richmond. So if you can hold the trigger on Hawkins, I'd much prefer to for you guys to bring him in the week after if you're playing elimination finals or if you get the week off, bring him in prelim final week because they just go bang, bang in the last two with Fremantle and Gold Coast, uh, the Cats. So that's where I stand with Hawkins. So, yeah, look, I'd certainly look to bring in someone like Dev, just uber consistent the entire year. Um, and absolutely why not. I know you said Westhoff's been appalling. Um, Ryder should be due back, um, so hopefully he can get forward and kick more goals, Westhoff, but his scores actually haven't been, uh, you know, that bad. I mean, he's still scoring in the 80s, isn't he? So, I mean, you can probably you can probably cop that, I think. Would you take Wingard or Westhoff right now? Wingard. Brett? Uh, I still take Westhoff. Mine's Wingard too, you... just those midfield minutes. You hate Wingard, though. I'm not a fan. I just know that if he... It's like the thing. If he, Four weeks. All it takes is for Wingard to go forward for a couple of weeks and your season... One week. Your season's done. We're west off. You know what you're going to get. I like consistency rather than a big splash. If you could get a forward line player that's not in your team right now, any player, who would you take? Hawkins. Brett? Uh, who we got? Yeah, Hawkins would be up there right now. I think mine would be Dev. irresistible. I don't, I've got Dev. I'd take yeah. Dev over Hawkins. I think one would definitely be Devin Smith. What about down back, boys? We haven't given down back in, uh, enough love recently. I'm, I'm pretty sure most teams will probably have their defence finished. Um, 
Let's go to the same question. If you could go someone in your team that you don't have right now, who'd you go down back? Shannon Hearn, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you go. Go, Bob. No, I'm happy for you. Oh, well, oh. I was going, you know, my automatic answer two weeks ago to that would have been Chris, but I don't think I want Chris anymore. Um, but I think I'm kind of sitting you with Hearn or, or Brayshaw, one or the other. I'd be happy with either. A one that I like at the moment is actually Jeremy McGovern. And I know this is that kind of mm. form patch, but he's back. I mean, now that the big boys are back and they've got someone to bloody kick to, um, he's intercept marks across the half-back line and just back to his pure best. So he's one that I reckon the back stretch of the season could be very handy, but I own Hearn as well, so um, I like Hearn. Even down back, Tom McDonald's not a bad option for me down there, but yeah. it's uh, it's all finished and it's it, it, it's done. I don't think... you see many teams out there that haven't finished their defence? I'm pretty sure everyone's completed it because it was yeah. quite cheap this year. There was a lot of guys that had massive price drops, so I think everyone was able to fit in their defenders. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Dustin Martin. I've got Dustin Martin. I don't have the luxury of trades right now to be moving him on. Like I said, I'm not training this week anyway. But is just one of the most blatantly obvious picks, Martin to McRae, if you've got trades? I think so. I think McRae, and I, know I put him in my top five last week in, in the article and he came out 147, I was stoked with that. I think, yeah, McRae, if you do not have that, with the run home that he's got, I just, I think you just have to bring him in. Um, there's probably only one other midfielder that I like um, right now that a lot of teams probably don't own, and that's Zach Merritt, but I'll be picking McRae over Merritt. Brother? What's the, um, the price difference, Dusty, to McRae? 50k. 50k. Oh, I could actually do that this week. That's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But the one thing I do like about Dusty is he had those three weeks where he was just hunting the ball like crazy. What he averaged, like 120 for three weeks, whatever it was. And then his best buddy, Levi Greenwood, goes and tags the absolute shit out of him for four quarters. And he still scored 83. Look, I know we're saying 83 and it doesn't look that great, but the fact is he was absolutely like pushed around and held onto and scraggled for the entire game. I don't think there's many other teams that are going to pay that kind of attention to Dusty Greenwood's one of the best taggers in, in the comp when he's playing that role. And I think Dusty's shown enough over the last four weeks that you can continue to run him. But I think if you had three-plus trades and the money and the rest of your team's fine, I think that's the perfect situation to be doing it. Let me throw a spatter in the works there. What if you're running Fritsch or Ahern up forward? As your, yeah, so I'm, I'm moving would you, Fritsch already. you prefer to move them ahead of Dusty? 100%, yeah. yeah. Bombs, do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the Fritsch Ahern double viable for the season's end, if you can loop them week in, week out? Most certainly. Oh, I'm doing the um, I'm doing the Franklin Ahern loophole for the rest of the season, so I can't see why um, Fritsch Ahern couldn't be just as good. Now, perfect segue, straight across to Buddy Franklin. Is it, if you don't have that loophole, is it time for him to go? Uh, cool. Big Horse come out last week and said that he's trained 20 minutes for the whole year, which I find a little bit bizarre, but the fact that no one's heard about this, I don't know what the what the journos are doing up in Sydney if no one's reported for the whole year that Buddy Franklin hasn't traded. Uh, trained, they don't pay attention. Hasn't trained. <laughs> yeah, I'd... Yeah, be stunned if someone had gone out there and, and not noticed that over like a four week period um, but Buddy Bonf we'll start with you if you had Buddy would he be going 
Oh, for sure. And you know how much I've hated owning Buddy pretty much since his uh, injury earlier in the year. And quite consistently when we've done top sixes and that, I've, I've felt comfortable leaving him out. I think he's an absolute shocking pick right now. Um, and if I had trades there, uh, I'd be more than happy to move him on because I'm absolutely done with him. He's blacklisted and I vow I will never pick him again. I don't care how cheap he is next year. I will never pick him again. He's done. <laughs> right now, let's go. Let's go, Fritch v. Buddy. Who are you taking? I would field Franklin, but I'd feel like Fritch would score more. Yep. You saying, bro? Oh, I'm literally picking Buddy this this week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Straight there. Um, now you're holding Buddy Bretta. Why are you not moving him on? Because uh, I moved Frisch, I thought that was more important, and I feel like I can loop a Hearn and Buddy, and one of them will put out a score that is decent enough to get on field. Um, and it also allows me to have a few. I've still got a couple of trades left, so I'm considering going the the Dusty Martin to McRae as of four minutes ago. So I might actually <laughs> consider doing that and hold out and do that instead. In a loop situation with a Hearn, Buddy, Fritch, whoever you've got, what are you taking there? Out of curiosity. 80, 80. Yeah. yeah. 79.5 is the line, I think. Yeah. Just the token line. Also, there. it's also situational on, if I'm clear, if I'm if a Hearn score is 85 and my opponent's like, I don't know, 70 points clear and I need something special, I'm running buddy, obviously. But I think if it was just flat, ignoring everything else, the line's 80. How good, um, yeah. how good are these for the most trading? On Bubble Boys too, guys, I should have... I should have brought up Liam Baker because um, he's been traded by a couple of teams. I don't know how long he's going to stay in that team. Um, too small. So, yeah, yeah, I think I think Callum Moore kicked five on the weekend again. Going back down to the VFL. He'll be back. I, I think he deserves to be back. I, I thought he was stiff to be left out of that team, to be honest. Yeah, and I, and I think I think what they wanted was they just wanted to try Townsend one more time, to be honest. Uh, yeah. But these, I, I like these trade traded in. Most, play, trade, most trade-in players this week, Jack McRae, um, Lionheart, Lloyd, Grundy, Dawson, Simpson, and then McDonald. That's not Dawson Simpson. That's Jordan Dawson and Cade Simpson. Um, hey, Alfredo, what did Dawson Simpson score on the weekend? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at him. Weren't you one of these big fans? Mate, remember when you came to me, I said, look, early crow, I'm not going to jump all over it. It's just one game. I said that. What's he done? Oh, he scored 122, 121, and then he scored. So what's he averaging? I don't know. He's pretty good, 240, 280. He's averaging 90 <laughs> since I said it. I'll take that. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting, Corey. Nah, it's you're right. I'm, just, I'm having a little bit of fun here. Looking at the most trade players at the moment, Fife out to McRae, Tim Kelly out to McRae, Moya check to Jake Lloyd. They're the three most popular trades what? right now. <laughs> yeah. It's all making sense. Yeah, it's... I don't, so obviously some people had not yeah. finished their team I, I, I'd assume there might have been people out there that were late waiting for Jake Lloyd maybe or have only just started looking at their team again but um, yeah look in the midfield is there anyone outside of the box you look at or do you, if you're looking at trading this week you have to get McRae Cripps Clary Kelly thank you for a picture if you've somehow yeah. missed them no, I think yeah. Merritt, man. Merritt has scored eight tons in a row, and nine out of ten, nine out of ten have also been tons. Um, now he's passed the hard fixtures where they run taggers and that sort of stuff, 
and he's got Hawks, Saints, Richmond, and Port to finish um, to finish off. I, I think Merritt's completely viable. If I said a stat your mate, your mate right Howie's now, been suspended too. If, if yeah, if that's I said, right. So right now that Merritt doesn't rank in the top ten for five round averages and tenth for three round averages. Would you believe that? I would if I you're would, including yeah. all positions. No, midfielders only. Nah, I don't believe it because he's averaging 117 in his last five. Yeah, and he's not. You can't tell me there's 10 midfielders averaging more than Sorry, 117. Sorry, no, apologies. You're correct. I went straight past him. Sorry, yeah, okay. he's averaging 117 <laughs> in his last five. Um, yeah. yeah, like, what about Dane Beams, though? Yeah, yeah. your guy. Yeah, Gets oh, hurt, though. I'm so filthy. I picked Gaff that week over Beams purely on injury. But that well, when Beams gets that could be a layer factor, yeah, yeah. Beams is the one that could be uh, kind of nice, you know, prelim week, grand final week. All of a sudden, an injury strikes. You kind of got to find a replacement. Beams, I wouldn't mind running into Gold Coast. How about how about this? Going back a couple of players, Merritt versus McRae. You bring a one in. They're about the same price. Oh, you going McRae. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's McRae without a doubt, yeah. Uh, i tell you what, though. You're not wrong, Bonts. My opponent has merit this week. I don't. I am absolutely crapping me, Dax. Well, look, I wouldn't be crapping him because he's not scoring big, but he's scoring consistent 110s. That's more annoying, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got no but, chance. But you know what? When, when Essendon play, and, and they play quite early this week, right? But you know that you know he's not going to come out and score a 150, so all of a sudden you're going to need something big from one of your players. You know? You'd know, you feel quite comfortable that you know Kelly or someone who you might have unique against Merritt is going to be able to match a 110. I hope so. It's yeah. Like how you win. Well, 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 Kelly's got Carlton, so you'd be comfortable with that for sure. Yeah. No, no, good point. All right, boys, we're gonna. I'm gonna get uh, both of you to run through one of these each. Uh, one of you is gonna say how you approach the week of your top four. The other one's gonna say how you approach the week of your top eight. Bombs. I'll get you to do the top four since you didn't make finals. Um, <laughs> and Bretta, I'll get you to do top eight since you're sitting. Where'd you finish? Fifth. Six. Six. Mate, dead set. You, you're an idiot. You had that wrapped up. You're in a nice little position. I thought you were finishing top four for sure. Um, yeah. Brett, yeah. don't take any, don't take any uh, heat from a bloke that's not even in our division. That's all right, mate. Definitely. I finished first in Divi two, so I'll, uh, I'll help you out when it comes to how you should approach things if you're in the top four. Um, Brett, do you want to go first in the top eight? Thanks, mate. Um, all right, yeah, so I'm sitting just outside. I've got a few trades left, so if I'm going at that, you got to go all out for your win. If you're playing for league, you basically just bring in and upgrade your team as cleverly as possible. Um, so, for instance, I've got Fritch, I've got Dusty, so I'm upgrading at least one of them. I'll probably go Fritch to Tom McDonald because they're playing Gold Coast. I figure he can pull it at a massive score. Dusty, if I do pull the pin on that, I'll go get Jack McRae. Just you got to win at all costs. You're basically playing like you're playing for overall because every week matters, as opposed to top four where you can sit back, relax, take a week, and then if you lose, no biggie. You're still pushing forward into the next week of finals. So that's how I'm attacking it anyway. Uh, nice for taking Bomfers' uh, little section there. Bumps, anything to add on how you'd approach it? No, look. Uh, if well, to be honest, I don't even. I just tune out whenever whenever Brett talks. To be honest, man. Um, but if I was in top four, what I would do is I kind of just my team's in relatively good form at the moment. And if your team's in form, it's full. I wouldn't be doing anything, particularly if I've only got a couple of trades left. And I'll I'll run the dice and hopefully I can get the job done this week. And then I'll walk into prelim final week with a couple of trades up my sleeve and uh, 
go from there and then you're in a really, really good position to, to take out the, the grunting. I wouldn't be burning them this week to make sure you get to a prelim because you might get to a prelim trades down and that's in a couple of weeks and all of a sudden you need trades in order just to be competitive in those matches. So I'll be holding off trades if you can, roll the dice this week and then using trades prelim and grand final week if you have any left. Yes, yeah, so Boffer, did you say you tune out when I speak? Is that, Did I hear that? Oh, sorry, Brett. Did Brett just say something, Corey, Matt? Sorry, I tuned out there. This guy's surprised he missed out on finals. (laughs) 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 That's it. I can't believe it. How did I miss finals? There's your answer, Bong. (laughs) Well, well, if if I could speak about an hour about how I missed finals and the complete bullshit that happened to me (laughs) over the weekend, let me tell you that Man and Ahern had to combine for like less than 175 for me to make finals, and they came out and smacked like 200 or something like that. It was just complete bullshit. Yeah, anyway. but the guy who the guy who finished behind you in tenth also had the most points in the entire league and still didn't make the eight. So you got nothing well, to complain about. You just make poor decisions. Why do I give a shit about that? I, I just could not care less about it. Um, man, one week buries him. It's wonderful. I think yeah. I think the way to approach it is me sitting in top four going into my game this week. I've got the two trades left. Um, I'll be using a Hearn. Uh, the Ahern loop and, and going forward. I don't feel like I need a trade. If I lose, I've got the double chance so I can just go at it. But like Brett said, if, you, if, if you're in the elimination, you're fifth to eighth, you have to trade at all costs, even if you trade late. I think one of the most vital things you can do in your finals games, I mean, Supercoach can be a bit of a mind game sometimes too, Teams will open their, their your team on a Friday night and check out what's happened, who you've traded, you know what they've got to do now. Hold your trades, make the trades last minute. Set alarms so that you know right before the game starts you can make that trade. Um, but definitely have a look what time the play you're trading out plays as well. But play a bit of those mind games. Um, it's good to throw your opponent off guard sometimes, and yeah, who knows? But don't go doing anything too silly. Um, stick with what you know. Stick with your with your guns and and, and go for broke. But if you yeah fifth to eighth, you got to go for it. First to fourth, you got the second chance. Hold it. There'd be nothing worse than you know me using my two trades this week and then I get a defender go down the week after and I've got zeros. So just got to be smart. We good with that? We are good, good with that. that. Yeah. Uh, any other weird topics that you want to touch on? Anyone? No, well, how about this? How about Clayton Oliver's game and only scoring 101 from 25 contested and 14 clearances? Uh, complete bullshit if I've ever seen bullshit before. And Max Gorn, 66 hit outs, 24 to advantage and only 130. Uh, something fishy going on in that Melbourne Adelaide game over the weekend, I reckon. Yeah, super, super Big stiff. Call. So, um... Champion data gate. 100%. Yeah. Well, nothing we can do about it. Uh, head across to the podcast questions. Boys, you got it open? Oh, as always, told yeah. you last well, week it's my home screen. What website are they on? www.supercoachelites.com. <laughs> 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 and what you do need to do in order to post questions and get involved in these forums, Britta, because I know you're usually a little bit late to the party, right? But if you sign up, you can sign up to the website, you can make an account. It's, it takes two seconds. You can link it with Facebook or Twitter or whatever you want, or you can just use your, your Gmail or regular mail account, whatever you want. Um, you get on there. You make an account, you post questions, and you get active on there. That's what we want to see. He's not wrong there. Um, and to get kick-started, big shout-out to Peter, who was uh, a little bit impatient this week and didn't want to wait for me to post the questions. He went he went for broke, and he posted around 20 questions. So cheers for doing that, Peter. Um, been holding five and have two trades left. Hold or trade to McRae? 
or can you see something better? Well, this is one of those prime situations where we would have said, you know, um, where have you finished on the ladder? Um, it's going to be a handy part in, in there, but I'd probably recommend Peter getting that trade. He's got kind of cover in every single line. Um, he's got the loops up forward and things like that too, so I have no issue with Peter going five to McRae, especially for this week. Yeah, five to McRae, swing Heaney and Degoe around and field Heaney in place of Gilfie, I'd be doing, and then I'd be working to do another trade of your forwards later on and getting another midfielder and swinging West off forward. You need to fix that up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly what Bump is. Too many forwards in the midfields he's got yeah, there. 100%. Uh, Justin Iris, so I'd be the best option for my trades this week. Thinking, one, Fritch to West off Wingard Green T-Mac. Who would we recommend? Let's just answer it there. A T-Mac. Wingard. Wingard. Um, two, Rice down to Rocky, <coughs> battle up to one of the above there. Oh, sorry, or two, sorry. So the first one is to trade Fritch with one with one trade or use two trades and go Rice to a rookie and battle up to one of the above. Uh, so you, get the same, you get the same result on ground. Yeah. You get the same result on ground, so just use one trade, get the same result, no, basically. Two trades. Yeah, yeah I, would just, I, mean, I would just do Fridge. You could use oh, Fritch towards the back end of the year, loophole Fritch, and... You can't, you you can't loop. Yeah. You've, oh, no you, no, you still have Tim Smith. Oh, uh, yeah. Tim Smith. Yeah, yeah, I think I like the double trade here. Because you'd be loopholding Fritch and Billings. Yep. It would be better if you could get a Hearn up forward. No, no, no swing. Yeah. You'd need to... Oh, it'd be downgrades. Is he saying he's downgrading battle? No, he'd be upgrading. He'd be upgrading. Battle. Is Wingard mid-forward? Yeah, he is. There's just... No, nah, never mind. Nah, he's just want Wingard to put it anyway. Yeah. But, look, yeah, I think number two works better. Uh, n- yeah, number two. I like the idea of having Fritch still around as a bit of a loop if anything goes wrong with Billings. Um... Andrew Frink, wowie, what a year this has been for my team. Nice, Gary. I uh, had a couple bad choices and unlucky injuries, and now I have bugger all cash and only two trades left. I still have that big dopey fella from Gold Coast and want to bring in <laughs> the big weird unit from the Fires. Or should I hold the trade in case of inju- injuries? Finish top four in six of his eight leagues. Unreal. Old. Yeah, Old all, yeah. Go, go this week. Grundy with zero trades is worse than Wits with two trades. Yeah. Yeah. If you make grand final, then you go do the Grundy. And you yeah. have still two trades. I'd do, no it, I'd do it prelim week, to be I'd honest. Do I'd do that prelim, prelim week. Because yeah. if you can somehow... Snow, like, if Wits comes out this week... Look, Wits hasn't had a bad year. I think Wits has played all right. Um, if Wits can come out this week and give you a 130, you win in most of those leagues, you go into the prelim, and then you make that trade in the prelim if, the rest, if, if you haven't got any injuries elsewhere. Spanner in the works... Wits plays Gorn. This week? Yeah. Yuck. Well, he's, he's, he's stuffed because Gorn's given up nothing all year. Exactly. So does that change your minds? No, because he's still finished top four. You take the loss. Because there'd be nothing worse than, like, have a look at his back line. What happens if Yo goes down next week or something like that? I'd rather exactly. take fr- I'd rather take Wits and a trade to Yo than, you know, Yo and... No playing Ruckman, if that makes sense. Either, look, you, you'd be making semi-finals with two trades or prelim final with zero trades, potentially. Yeah. I'd rather the two trades in the semi. So would I. You get the double chance, yeah. just take it. Hold your trades Hold your trades until you have to win. Yeah, yeah. 
Great way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Taz McAllister, time to move on, Fritch. I'm top four in both cash comps. Who do I bring in? Darling, Tom, T-Mac, or Green? Um, so he's going straight, Fritch. Hopefully, yeah. he only needs one trade. Yeah, I like this. Um, T-Mac, and it's the only thing you can do. You can't afford the other guys. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it before Fritch plummets. I have to pick. Begin. I have to pick T Mac, and that's only because I don't know what Toby Green we're getting to the back end of the season here. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Taz ranked one thousand one hundred, wanting a top one thousand finish. I think you'll get it because there's a lot of teams out of trades. Uh, three trades left, and don't rate McLean slash Walters. Higgins has pumped out scores of ninety one. 108, 109, and 87 in four of his last five. Is it worth burning a trade to, to trade via Smith to a mid-rook and get Higgins as a loophole option for Walters slash McLean up forward? No chance. <sighs> He's talking about sending Jack Higgins up forward for who? It doesn't matter because you don't... He, wait, is he talking about... Higgins, Jack Higgins, yeah, or Jack, yeah, Higgins? Jack Higgins. Jack, Jack, ah, sorry, Jack, I thought he was Higgins talking about Sean up, uh, in the midfield. So was, move, the... was it move Luke Ryan or something? Uh, Smith. Uh, so he'd, he'd basically Walters. be going. He'd be going Tim Smith to Patrick Wilson and moving Higgins to the forward line. Oh. To have a loophole. Yeah, I actually don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind that either. And that gives him cash. And Higgins can cover both midfield yeah. and forward, and he's yeah. still got two trades left. Yeah, yeah I don't mind it. I'd rather just trade Walters out than worry about trading a rookie so you can swing Higgins and loophole Higgins. I'd rather just sideways Walters to someone better. Two trades with cash. I don't know what what's Walters worth. Yeah, I'm actually Probably looking that up now. Yeah, four twelve. Yeah. So what's he got left? Fifty six point four. Barely affords Tom yeah, McDonald. you're not even really going Walters 21 good. I like his idea. I like his idea. I don't mind. But if you can go Walters to T-Mac, I also don't mind that. Um, the one I was bloody hoping for before he'd done his calf was bloody stupid Benal to come back in. Because I thought that would have given Walters a little bit more mid-time. But, um, yeah, a good old Russ, who's an admin. Update on Shane Corbell, please. How did he go this week? Is that well, the guy with like a top 10 team or something? He was 46. This was the one last week who asked about trading um, Martin in. Yeah. Um, over Grundy. Yeah, over no, Grundy. Oh, please tell me he went no, Grundy. Please in, tell me he went Grundy. No, he has Martin and he was looking at bringing in Grundy. Yep. So yep. he, we haven't heard anything from Shane, but we were having a chat about this in the inbox the other day. And I think did we discover that he did go Steph Martin to Brody Grundy last week and jumped up to 12. No way. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, well, that is good because, um, well, well, 70 points in the end. and was it, Didn't we say that last week? We thought Martin was his best chance to be number one, but Grundy was his <laughs> best chance to be top ten. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, good on him. So, Nathan, Shane, can you please confirm or deny and let us know how you're going and where you're sitting, mate? Because uh, here at the Elites, we're a community. And we want to ride this home with you, buddy. We want you to win it all. So um, keep us updated. Uh, TRAM97. Hey, guys. Really enjoyed the podcast. Thanks, mate. Um, I've got four trades and 223k in the bank. Playing for Lee came third, so has the double chance. One, trade Guelphie to a premium forward. Which of these forwards do you reckon is the best around the 400 to 500k mark? 
Uh, he's leaning towards Menangola. Two, trade Fritch to Adam Kennedy, assuming Joel Smith, Jada Reading got dropped in terrible performance. Thoughts on trading Fritch to Adam Kennedy via a Hearn forward. Gives me 200k in the bank with three trades. Maybe Steph to Grundy next week. Kennedy can be used as a D7 slash M9 with Jonas and Dusty. Also gives me a Hearn Franklin loop instead of Franklin and Fritch. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Yeah, so I think um, between four to five hundred. Well, when we break this down, between four to five hundred, the best options in the forward line is for me Wingard. I agree idea. with that. I like yeah, uh, yeah the Menegola and T Mac ones. I don't mind at all. Menegola's got a nice run. I'm pretty sure coming up too. Yeah, Menegola I don't trust though. Menegola's you know fifty hundred and yeah. and, that, and those sort of scores. Whereas uh, Wingard, I, I can't fault Wingard the last six to eight weeks. Um, so. To me, it's Wingard quite convincingly. Menegola's gone 103, 92, 70, 70, 114, 100. Remember when so Robbie Gray wasn't meant to play and then uh, Bredeker was telling us that Wingard was going to go play forward and then he played midfield oh, and man. he's good. Yeah. I remember. I remember that. That's that was The big problem with this team right now that I'm looking at, though, is Tom Jonas down back. Yeah. Uh, he's oh, yeah, he is too. We know that's a problem. Um, but ultimately, I'd rather fix Fritch. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather fix Fritch or Franklin than Jonas. Nah, keep Franklin over those two. Anyways, he's not looking to to make that trade anyway. So, Gilfie to, um, to Wingard, and then he can do the loophole or whatever he wants there with, um, with, with Fritch. Um, and I think, um, look, Looking forward, because he's talking about potentially going Steph to Grundy next week. Would you rather go Steph to Grundy or Jonas to a premium defender? Jonas to so a you can premium have, defender. So you can have Martin and, let's say, Shannon Hearn, yeah. or would you prefer Grundy and Jonas? Martin and Shannon Hearn. That's probably where I'd be going. But I reckon, I reckon the the Grundy... Well, Steph Martin's averaging 107. Grundy's averaging, what, like 130? Mm, That's, what, 23? 23. That's 23. Jonas to Hearn's nine points. Yeah, that is true. So maybe Grundy to Jonas then, based on season's average. But you've got to look at predicted output from this point onwards as well. Adam Kennedy, anyone just come back from injury? Anyone rate him at all? No. Not as a not as a super coach not as a super coach option, no. I, I really like Adam Kennedy as a player, I really, really do. But he has spent yeah, so long on the sidelines that I don't know if yeah. it's worth the pick. No, and not at two hundred you know, mid two hundreds or whatever he's worth. Kind of hoping that he's gonna play him out year and we were going to get a discounted ending Kennedy next year but that ain't going to happen Um, Easy M, hey boys love listening to you every week, thank you I'm going pretty well this year, a little help from my partner has helped, always good she is going very well too I'm ranked 450 with 4 trades to go, I'm thinking of doing these trades this week, your thoughts Come on, Em. Line out some crap. I think, I think oh. you're doing better than going a little well this year. Come on. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I wonder if Lineart is on field though. I'm looking at this and thinking, is this guy got Dodie on field or is Dodie on his pine there? Oh, so that could be getting rid of Dodie from on field, putting Lineart on field. That's risky. It is risky, but I kind of like the Jack McRae thing though. Yeah, and it's grabbing? a matter. Of... I don't think I'd be grabbing Ed Phillips. You've got four trades. No, he's trading out Phillips and Dodie, and Lineard and oh, McLeod. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was looking at the exact same way Corey was. I don't yeah, know I love why it. I was looking at like top, top, yeah. right, right. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, and it uh, sounds good. That's great. Yeah, love it. I really like it. Ranked four fifth. Yeah. Nice. I wish all my trades were that easy to look at every week. <laughs> I wish I was sitting four fifty. <laughs> well, it was never going to happen. Play for league. So. Uh, league Thomas. Hey, fellas. Playing only for league success right now. Have the double chance from top four finish with two trades. Uh, trade or hold this week. Cheers. You hold. Just hold. hold. This team's good too. Yeah. 100% you hold. It's uh, You're in a very similar situation to me. You've already got the loop down there in Ahern and Franklin, which is great. Um, Dustin Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Hold. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, you're rest fine. of the team down. Uh, no, same photo. Um, and last but not least, Tony Gamma. With the completed team heading into the finals, realistically, how many of the top 30 average players with 19 being straight mids is par in your team starting 22? I currently have 13 and my opponent has 14. Well, we're playing league now. I don't know how much I would take that into account. You just really got to hope that you are good enough to beat your opponent on the day, and that's it. That's all that can happen. Yeah, Agree. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a head-to-head matchup. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, thirteen versus fourteen. Think as long about, as it's primo versus primo. Think about how many times throughout the year, especially in your league, you've seen, um, you know, like a random team pop out, or you know, like a a team from the bottom beat a team higher up. Um, and just crap like that happens. So, um, yeah, and we do have one more question that's just popped through. Um, why did Bonfer not make finals? Thanks, guys. Love the pods. Um, that's from a bloke who's got a Jordan DeGoey emblem. Uh, Brett <laughs> Wild. So, Bonfer, do you want to answer you, that question? I'll tell you, the most impressive thing about this is Brett's managed to work out without a 10 minute spiel on us on exactly how to sign up here, how to write and post on bloody forums. I think hey, the that's not me. That's not is, me. Is, that's uh, some uh, other well, guy. Well, yeah, you might want to take him down then, Brett. What do you want me to say? But uh, that is very impressive. And you've just shown the community how simple and how easy it is to, uh, to get onto the forums, post a question, and get it answered. And why did not Bonfer make finals? Well, we heard about this uh, before um, about the bullshit between uh, Ahern and Dooman. But I think ultimately I chose Stefan Martin over Grundy when Cruiser was injured and it cost me two league wins. And that potentially, well, it would have had me sitting on top of you, Brett. And probably me and you may have played in a final this week if I did that. Congratulations, Brett. You've got a new follower, by the way, as well. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Good to see you, Good to see you on board. Um, that's it for questions. Trades this week, boys. No one's trading? No. Oh, no. Well, oh Brett is. Yeah, Brett, you're the only one trading. Bumps? Yeah. Well, well, I might. Well, I mean, I'm not in finals, so I'm not going to bother uh, trading me, now. Your, um, top, your top four of the Divi 2 finals. Oh, that is true. So then maybe I'll have to look to move Sicily on then. And uh, yeah, I'll try to work out what I'm going to do there. And well, I'm in a few other leagues as well. So um, yeah, look, I might have to look to move Sicily on because I can't loophole my check this week. Did you make finals in other leagues? Well, I imagine so. No, I think about four or five of them, I think, out of 10. Wow. Some pretty ugly leagues out there. <laughs> We have been involved in some really... No, but we, we have been involved in actually some really high-ranked leagues. Here's a shout, shout out to one of our leagues, I think, sitting... I, I don't know this for a fact or not, whether it's factual or not, like 18th or something in league overall. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to go on and double-check that. I'll give you the update next week. But, um, yeah, as a league overall... Remember what that league was called? Uh, it's just one of our Supercoach Elites 
leagues. One of the beat, beat the elites ones. Leagues. Yeah, beat the elites like league league four or five or something. So, um, oh, it'll be some some of us in the community out there. Let us know where we're sitting and, and we're at. And yeah, I'll check it out and give us an update in the next pod. Um, Bretta trades. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So at least moving Fritch, possibly moving Dusty. Um, and none for me. I'll just hold it and go Ahern again. I didn't really give Ahern much love. Is Ahern good enough here to stick in the guts for the rest of the season in North Melbourne and and average yeah. 100? Oh, he's a big part of their future. He's a beast. Why no? You watch him play, why, Bombs? Why no, Bombs? A... Yeah. You said he's going to average 100? No, he's not going to average 100. That'd be stupid. Why can't he? 37 touches, 21 yeah. contested. However many clearances he had, was it ten or twelve, and he couldn't even crack one thirty. Please. So you're criticising the guy for having twelve clearances. Well, what I'm criticising him for. What now? What I'm criticising him for is he's not going to have those stats every week, and with those stats, if he can only score one twenty-four, he's certainly not going to average hundred from here on out. He's had twenty touches or more in what's it called, six out of eight games. And how many times has he scored a hundred? Yeah, just the once. (laughs) Yeah, so he's not going to average hundred, is he, Brett? Oh, well, he could. He, he complete the 124. He's playing pure guts now. Oh, pure midfield. Oh, well, now champion data know who he is, so he might get some bias. Is that going to be your Correct. next argument? Shut so. up, you dickhead. I've got him running for four <laughs> this week. I'm hoping for another high 130. Yeah. I need some points out of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I might VC... Paul Ahern this yeah, week. Yeah, VC Ahern this week. <laughs> That's right, yeah. That'd be yeah, a good one. Well. well, Higgins is out, so they might even tag him this week. They might even send Jared Berry to him. <laughs> Vice captain and captain options, please. We'll start with you, Bont, so you can give your article a plug. Well, that's right, and we all know Choo Choo Choo's your <laughs> captain's come out Wednesday nights. Uh, now, I've been pretty good at getting them out at 7 p.m., but uh, I've been a little bit held up this week, so apologies for that. I'll have that out prior to 9 p.m. Wednesday night, so whenever you're listening to this, we'll probably drop it at 9 p.m. So, um, But look, uh, in a nutshell, the players I'll be looking at this week will be Josh Kelly um, against Carlton, obviously, Paddy Cripps as well, who's got a three game average of 150. Tom Mitchell, um, how can you ignore Tom Mitchell? Three-round average of 167, five-round average of 152. You'd be bananas not to consider him, would you? Um, Max Gorn, I think he's just an always always uh, like a look-in for captains as well. Jack McRae comes up up against the Saints too. And, you know, we'll, we'll have a look at someone uh, left field. You know, I don't mind uh, players like Yo in a big derby clash or derby clash, and I don't mind players like Laird in a, in a derby clash as well. So we'll see what happens, but... Uh, yeah, tune into the article because it won't be long before that's released. And also, Clayton Oliver against the Gold Coast Suns as well could be a big one. Not bad, Bretta. Tom Mitchell into Grundy. Ooh, into Grundy. That's bad. It's not well, bad. yeah. Yeah. He's, got, he's coming up against Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll probably be. I don't mind um, Titch into Clary too against Gold Coast. I know everyone will yeah. be all about Gorn, but I think that's one I like to it. potentially have a look at too. Um, I know I'll go. Oh, look, it doesn't matter what I say. I'll have a read of Bomfer's article and I'll stick with that. Of Bomfs, you haven't yeah. let me down yet. I've followed your article every week, mate, and that's no word of a lie. Every week I've Did jumped on, Crips? read that, and gone, Did yeah, I had Paddy Cripps last week. Well, you know what, though? You didn't follow my article then last week, so you took Cripps and you got his 173. You had Cripps in your top five, didn't you? Well, I had him in my top five, but he wasn't my number one VC. Oh, in no, it doesn't have to be number one. I just go off your top five. Ah, yeah. right. If you just go off top five, you've got to make your own decision. Well, and if you don't mind, I'll give myself a plug again because I'm quite good at that. 
But again, with Tom Mitchell, with the VC and C and how all that worked out, to score to 150, my lowest score since Captain's Articles has been released following the VC and C is still 145. That's been one but when you do when weeks. you do break it down, if you follow Bomb's article, you probably cost yourself 23 points last week. <laughs> but how many have you gained every other week before, Britta? Oh, here we go. He's only it's as good as your last game, Bomber. Only as good as your last game. Britta, let's face it. If I say to you right now, I can give you a 150, you'll, you'll take that. You're not going to go risk the 170, are you? So... Let's just tow the company line here, shall we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I managed to get it again. <laughs> I'm done. I quit. I'm out. Hey, uh, top five was, now, if you don't know, my top five was good last week. I had Mitchell at 150. I had uh, Dangerfield at 117. Not too bad. Gorn, 130. Cripps, 173. And McRae with 147. I, I think that's a pretty handy top five. All right, let's move on. The all about me, Bonfire <laughs> section of the podcast. Uh, boys, anything else to add on? Before we close up, um, nah. self indulged enough. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, elitist. Um, look, good luck this week. First week of finals. If you're sitting in the top four, hope you get the win. Go straight to the prelim. If you're out of it, hope you get the win and uh, move on. If you're still playing for a bit of fun, yeah, keep going. Uh, good old Shane Corbell, mate. If you're out there, we hope you finish first. So, um, peace out, community, and thanks for listening.